they would run their fingers up each vertebrae on my spine, and to my child's mind they were counting them. Alien abductees of Reddit or people who have claimed to see a UFO, what's your story? First time I ever tried to write this down. First time telling anyone outside the family. I'm leaving out time and location and some other details, because I'm still scared of what might happen with it publicly I guess. Summer before 8th grade, me and two of my friends snuck out at midnight to go walk around the neighborhood and go see these girls on the next block who were having a sleepover. We turn a corner in our neighborhood and there's this huge black blimp shaped thing in the sky, like the pictures of the Hindenburg but bigger than that and as close if not closer. Completely silent and the size of at least 4 to 5 football fields across, no exaggeration, even though I was young. We stare at it entranced, asking each other over and over again if we see it, which we all agree that we do, standing there, frozen in one place. It's like black polished gunmetal, no lights, no sound, no anything. It's just hovering there. And then I don't know what happened, but time clearly jumps. Next thing I remember is the craft slash ship slash government experiment slash whatever the hell it is has gone and there's a tiny glowing white barbell thing in the sky, seemingly slowly falling to earth with wisps of smoke coming off it. Then two brand new black trucks with silver gearboxes on the back, like F-150s or S-10s, but nicer came speeding down the street, going about 70 in a residential 25 miles per hour neighborhood. Then after that I remember walking home to one of my friend's houses and going to bed. At that point it was like 5 or 6 am and the sun was coming up. We all made a promise to tell my dad in the morning because he worked for the city, but we never did. I don't know what happened later in life to one of my friends who was there, but the other was my best friend, and we sort of made an unspoken pact never to talk about it, don't know how or why we did that. We all grew up, and I sort of lost touch with him too. We did reconnect over Facebook and such over the years. But it was like there was something between us neither of us wanted to touch or talk about. Looking back on it now, there's no way we could have been the only ones to see it. It wasn't that late at night, and it was over a heavily populated suburb of a major city. The idea of this has always scared me more than any sort of possible abduction scenario. That there were others, and we are all voluntarily suffering a sort of collective amnesia, except in how we are not. I've thought about hypnosis, but that scares me too plus I'm not sure if I'd trust the results, I was just a kid then, and I'm not sure if I could trust the hypnotist. What I do know, again, is that there's no way it was just the three of us who saw it. We are talking a huge thing hovering in the sky directly above hundreds of houses just after midnight on a summer weekend night. But nothing on the news, nothing in the paper, nothing on TV, no word spoken about it again ever by anyone. So my dad was in his teens, and weird UFO stuff has been happening his whole life at this point. He's out in his driveway for whatever reason, doing whatever people do when they live in a woodsy rural area. His parents aren't home, they're out shopping slash at work slash whatever. Suddenly, this big black car pulls into his driveway. Tinted windows, completely black. My dad just kind of watches it pull in, not sure what to think. So this strange black car pulls into my dad's driveway. 
It's making no noise at all, which my dad noticed right away. The door opens, and out steps a super tall, fair-faced white man. He has blonde hair, an extremely well-tailored black suit, and black sunglasses on. Right away, my dad could see there was something off about him. He looks too perfect. Flawless skin, a childlike smile, and very overdressed for a hot summer day. He looks distinctly out of place. The man walks up to my dad, and asks for his name. My dad, around 15 at the time, asks him why he wants to know. The man smiles and explains that he just wants to ask him a few questions, and he means no harm. Bemused, my dad agrees, but he's still wary of this strange man. First, the tall white dude asks my dad if he lives here. My dad says yes, and asks why he wants to know. The man has a completely relaxed, non-confrontational tone, and seems almost giddy, like he was really excited to be having this conversation. His childish overzealous grin hadn't faded in the least. He asks my dad if he had seen, felt, or heard anything that he felt was outside of the ordinary. My dad said sometimes, and again asked why he wanted to know. The man just kept grinning, and by now my dad was feeling pretty uncomfortable. He had never seen this guy before in his life. He didn't appear to be any kind of government agent, his behavior was far too unusual. Suddenly, the man's demeanor completely changes. His grin disappears, and he looks worried. Without so much as a goodbye, he opens his car door, gets inside and drives away, still making no noise at all. A couple minutes later, my dad's parents come back from shopping. Now for the really weird part, my mom saw the same exact dude, 30 freaking years later. She was in a bookstore looking to buy something. Don't know the details really, when she turned around and noticed this tall, fair looking blonde guy in a black suit sitting at table in the cafe, 30 feet or so from my mom. He was reading a newspaper. Sitting across from him was another dude, dressed exactly the same as the blonde one. They still looked strangely out of place, somehow too perfect, too clean. Now, my mom had heard this story from my dad before, and she actually recognized my dad's description of this man. He definitely stood out. So she's kind of taken aback, trying to figure out if it's actually the man my dad had seen all those years ago. The blonde guy notices my mom looking at him. Again, his demeanor completely changes. He stands up, turns around, and quickly walks out of the bookstore with the second guy right behind him. 1997 Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was 8 years old, playing in the sand volleyball court at the park down the street from my house. I was engrossed in my activity, burying my collection of Happy Meal toys in the sand, and then digging them back out, repeat. I was looking down, but decided suddenly, that I needed to look up, because the world around me had lost all sound. There was no longer any ambient noise. No traffic noise from the busy streets just a block over. No more dogs barking. No more birds chirping. I looked at the street that bordered the park, and that is when I saw it. It looked like a stealth bomber turned sideways, nose leading, one wing down toward the road and the other pointed up at the sky. Completely shiny black in color, as tall as a house, shaped like an arrowhead. It was cruising the street at 3 miles per hour. Just gliding over the road, 
I watched it for maybe 20 seconds. As soon as it had passed behind some two-story houses and out of my sight, I got my hearing back full force. I ran home with my purse-soaked pants and never spoke a word of it to anybody. Someone replied, okay. I'm crapping my pants. I know a lot of people are cracking jokes about this, but in 1997, I lived in Monument, co-20 miles north of Colorado Springs. I saw this too. Except it was in the sky. Now, I live right across from the Air Force Academy, so I was used to planes going overhead, but this black arrowhead shaped object was moving far too slowly to be any type of Air Force plane. Both my mom and I watched it inch across the sky for about 30 seconds, literally, this thing was moving freakishly slow, I have no idea how it was able to stay aloft, before either of us thought to grab a camera. By the time we got back outside, it was gone. To this day, the memory still brings chills. I was driving back home to Los Angeles with a friend of mine, after visiting family near Phoenix, Arizona. We were headed west on Highway 58 just out of Boren, California en route to Mojave to catch the 14. It was night and we were jamming out to some music. The next thing I know I'm waking up, looking around and realizing that I was pulled over on the side of the road and that approximately 3 hours had passed. My buddy was fast asleep, so I woke him up and we both kind of had a psychological meltdown. After we calmed down a little we went home and never really spoke of it since. I have absolutely no idea when or how we transitioned from listening to loud music and driving down the road to waking up safe on the side of the road. I've seen a couple of weird lights occasionally, and I have no recollection of being abducted, but, when I was 12 or so, I felt something hard and round in my earlobe. I told everyone, and they said it was just an under the skin zit, pretty normal for someone my age. But it was there for 6 months, annoyed, I decided to do some self surgery. I could feel it very near the surface, and poked a hole in my ear with a sterilized needle. Blood, freaking everywhere, I could feel this thing and I squeezed up, towards the hole I just pierced. Out pops this tiny metal, ball. Maybe half the size of a BB. It was black metal, completely spherical, with an indentation around the center, and teeny tiny golf ball like indentations. As I was rolling it around in my blood covered pictures, it slipped, spun around the sink a couple of times, and fell down the drain. At 12, I had no idea what the hell to do with it, and my parents didn't believe a word I said and told me to just put some tea tree oil on my zits next time. I have never had anything like it since. Well here goes. I guess I would consider myself an abductee. As a child I had experiences of being abducted. I would lie awake in my bed all night in a state of hypervigilance, trying to observe the bedroom door, closet door, windows, and walls around me all at once, until I exhausted myself to sleep. I have various memories of the little grey aliens grabbing me by the wrist, to lead me around places outside of my bedroom, wherever they took me, nothing resembling a ship or anything, just a plain room. Counting my spine, they would run their fingers up each vertebrae on my back, and to my child's mind they were counting them, entering my room through the walls and so on. I'm terribly afraid of needles, and I'm always worried that the nurse is going to touch the bone of my arm with the needle. 
The small grey ones are about as tall as toddlers. Three feet I suppose, classic grey. Large heads, big insect eyes. Their torso and limbs are very slender, and you have difficulty figuring out how they stand and walk upright carrying that large head. Their fingers are very long, and the long fingers and the eyes are the creepiest things about them. Being with them is like, being in the same room as a very creepy doll or mannequin, except they move around and are alive. They have a very disturbing vibe about them. Their skin is grey, and seems not to be flesh, it looks like it's made out of construction putty or something like that. They have no wrinkles and no musculature, their skin doesn't wrinkle when they move, and you can't see muscles flexing or anything like that. They don't seem to have a personality or will, they are just like drones or something. I imagine that they probably stand in a closet, when they are not working. But they still seem to be organic, they are not machines or robots. That skin and those eyes are their real skin and eyes, not a space suit or a helmet. I also have memories of a big grey alien, perhaps 6 feet tall, who I would be brought to after the little guys were done with me. She definitely had a personality and a sense of presence about her. Her skin seemed to have more features, she wasn't just putty like the little guys. I don't know how I thought she was female, but perhaps her features were more slender. She would look into my eyes with her large eyes and she could see all of my thoughts. I could sense her in my head. She would say things to me, clearly as an attempt, to get me to believe them, or buy into them. I could recognize them as not being my thoughts, but she didn't seem to care. Trying to push against her will is like pushing a car in neutral, when it's coming down an incline, the car pushes you instead. Having her in my mind, is a very disempowering experience, and I would almost liken it to rape, but I don't know what rape really is like, and I imagine it's way worse. But I'm trying to give you an idea of what it's like. It's not cool or fun at all. Someone else is in your innermost sanctum, your own mind and thoughts, and you didn't invite them, you don't want them there, and they are just doing whatever the hell they want. At various times, she told me, telepathically, don't make too much trash, or people will get sick, and stop cutting down so many trees. She also told me we are very grateful for your help, you're a big help to us in our project, and don't tell other people about us, because they can't see us, and they will only get upset. She tried to make me feel positive about me being there, but I wasn't having any of it. I only wanted them to take me back home. I had no idea where I was. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this content please like, share and subscribe, so we can give you more.